Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point? In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it, and the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. Because every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Uh, welcome to another day of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there here on this Wednesday? You know what that means. And it's uh, September 27th, 2023. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you for the next hour here on Trushel ESPN Radio. Coming up here on the uh, program within the next hour, I'll be talking to some uh, local sports, of course. Everything that happened on the uh, baseball diamond from uh, yesterday and last night. Everything that happened in the uh, volleyball world. And uh, get you set for uh, the schedule for uh, today. And we got some uh, postseason action. Uh, Some uh, boys uh, golf will be uh, teeing it up there today for a regional play. So uh, we'll take a look at where our area teams will be at and be competing at. Uh, today for that postseason trip and speaking of a uh, postseason uh, we got to get to uh, the uh, playoff picture in high school football we'll take a look at uh, that of four entering week number six as we go along to a rivalry week homecoming week if you will for some high school playoffs so that's what we're talking about coming up in a little bit and also uh, I got uh, Central A&M Coach Weekly going to be joining us in the uh, podcast as well talking about his uh, matchup last week against Tuscola and the season going forward as well so we'll get to him in the uh, podcast and we'll get to some other random news and uh, notes as well from the world of the NFL and of course we got to get to uh, some Major League Baseball as well with the season coming down, people, a couple of people clinched last night in the world of mm-hmm. baseball. Now we'll get to so. You don't forget playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. High school and NFL. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. You had some yeah. NFL stuff yes. for the playoffs. For the playoffs, week four, <laughs> heading into week four. The stats yep. going into a week four. So I can't wait what you will pull out of from that. So uh, we'll get to that all here on the uh, program. Of course, the start of Lana would not be possible without McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Tatopolis State Bank. All right, uh, so uh, let's uh, kick it off and uh, let's get this thing started. And let's get it started with what we always do. It's first things first. 
before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off with uh, some uh, baseball, of course. And is there any other place uh, to start here today? As we're starting with that a pivotal series in Atlanta with the uh, Braves that the uh, Cubbies are currently involved in. And you know exactly where I'm going first because the big story out of uh, this one was the Braves comeback victory. I mean, don't dis- don't let that fly ball distract you. The the Cubs had a six to nothing lead, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Braves come all the way back there and win a seven to two a six, and it had a lot of people. We like to have some nostalgia trips here, as this got a lot of people thinking of. Oh, it was old nineteen ninety eight again. Mm-hmm. With that uh, fly ball and a say, hey, Suzuki there. Did it remind you a little bit of something that sounded like this? Seven to five Cubs, bottom of the ninth. Two down. The Brewers have the bases loaded and a 2-2 count on the hitter. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fly ball, left field. Brant Brown going back. Brant Brown drops the ball. Uh, a classic call right there in 1998 with that drop fly ball mm-hmm. and the no. Ron Santo with the no. R.I.P. Every time, yes, R.I.P. for sure. Uh, every time that I think of the uh, Cubs, I like to think of that moment uh, right there with the passion of the no. Yep. And when Eric had that no call those years ago oh, yeah. for high school football that we play, <laughs> that one makes me all think uh-huh. uh, of that play. And then uh, this ended up happening as well. This was last night's call. 3-2. In the air, out towards right center. Suzuki the call. Oh, no, oh, no. And two runs score. Suzuki called off Bellinger. And just the miscommunication, or maybe he lost it in the lights. I'm not sure. Yeah, nice try to uh, save it and (laughs) trying to cover it up there. But they even channeled Ronsato there with a no. Oh, no. JD, yep. (laughs) Yep. Um, Marky, I'm sorry. I I don't mean to laugh. No, it's it's fine, Travis. And, you know, it. First of all, you know, yeah, they didn't lose the game on the air. Let's start there. Mm -hmm. Did they in theory, technically? Yes. But the pitching staff lost this game. Oh, yeah. The bullpen lost this game, which has been a weak point for the Cubs all season long. Mm -hmm. The offense gave you a 6-0 lead. You needed to to maintain it. Steele pitched well. He gave up three runs in, 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 you know, his last inning. I think he was charged with, with three. On, on the Pilar Homer and the uh, Olsen single that scored. Right, yeah, he got, he got into some trouble there in the sixth yep, inning. Yep. So Made those were all those runs came from yeah. for him. But you, again, the offense can't go cold just because you're up six. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And, I, you know, they just couldn't get to the Braves' bullpen. Johnson, Hand, and Iglesias 
which I'm sure for Hand it was great because I think he was a Cub at the start of the year. Yeah, I know. He's hopped around a bit. So it just – and Drew Smiley, my guy, had to be on the mound for it. Yeah, he did. He's the one who took the loss. but Mm -hmm. uh, Which, again, he walked two, so he put put him in position. So, uh, yeah. But, Travis, today is a new day. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look is at a new this day. thing. We're going to be positive about what happened last night, Travis. Yes. Ah, trying to spin the positives. We are positive about it, okay? Because you, you referenced the Brant Brown issue. Yeah. That took place, as you said, 1998, September 23rd, 1998. Uh, just, you know, a couple days ago was the anniversary of it. Uh, yeah, why didn't we bring that up in this day in sports history on Friday? Uh, because I didn't have that on my list. Ah. So I tried not to remember it. Um, but this, of course, made me immediately think sure. of it. But, Travis, here's uh-huh. why it's a positive thing for the Cubs. Uh-huh. Cubs made the playoffs that year. They did, yeah. Cubs were a wild card that year. Now, it took game 163 to do it. They had to beat the Giants to do it. But they made the wild card that year. They made the playoffs that year. So, yeah, this is a good thing. That's fair. Maybe this is something the team can rally around. Because mm-hmm. everyone on the team was saying, we don't blame Suzuki. It's not his fault. The team lost. We're turning the page. We are still in this thing. Mm-hmm. And right. it would be very easy to fold up shop and say, of course we're going to fumble at the end. Uh, of course it's it, we're going to get him this far just to fumble it at the end. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like right. you know the old football analogy of, you, you know, the player picks up the football and he's running from that fumble and he goes and he gets into the touchdown and he ran the wrong way. And he scored a safety, not a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's, got too excited. Not, that's not what's going to happen. What's, yeah. what's happening is that the Cubs are going to close out this series. They're going to go to Milwaukee now, who has nothing else to play for. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take two out of three from Milwaukee. And they're going to make the postseason. I like the positivity. I, I like this Be- the side of Eric Yes, here. because, again, you were in position. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like it was a back and forth game the whole time. Your bullpen let you down, which is the same bullpen that's let you down all season long. And Assad, a few occasions, yeah. Assad's the one who really kind of he gave up two runs, to, you know, but his were earned. He's much better as a starter. Why he's coming out of the bullpen, I have no idea. He's looked decent when he started, Travis. He has not looked great from the bullpen. Mm. So I don't know why he was coming out of the bullpen last night. Don't know. Don't want to see him mm-hmm. coming out of the bullpen. I want to see him start games. Yeah. But his last two outings, he did not start. Uh, the last one was against the Rockies on the 23rd. He pitched four innings and two hits, six Ks. So didn't start that one, but four innings on Saturday. But last night, two runs, get up the homer, a walk. It. It's just this bullpen, and unfortunately, if I'm David Ross, I don't know who I trust in that bullpen. Right, yeah, that's the one bad thing is you, you don't know who you can go to no. in a sticky situation. And again, here's here's the problem, Travis. I'm gonna, I'm, I am gonna I don't think I'm wrong in saying this. I think most Cubs fans would probably agree with me, Travis. We're a year ahead. We're not supposed to be here. What I mean by that is, Travis, when you look at this pitching staff, who has tight race experience? Who is a veteran you can lean on who's been in these pennant races? 
Mm-hmm. Is there anybody? Maybe Kyle Hendricks, obviously. Oh, Kyle Hendricks, yeah. But he's not coming out of the bullpen. No. I mean, Smiley's been around long enough. I'm sure he's been in a couple of pennant races, but he wasn't the guy. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Tyon. He's been in high-pressure situations, but he wasn't the guy. Right, yeah. And even on the offensive side, you got Dansby Swanson mm-hmm. and Bellinger. Bellinger, for sure, those two guys. But other than those two, who else do you have who's been in high-pressure situations trying to close out a year getting a win? Hmm. I don't know about closing out trying to get a win, but maybe Jan Gomes as well. But he was never looked at as the main guy. Sure, yeah. The pressure wasn't on him. Right. So, to me, as I think the Cubs are a year ahead. They're still a super young team. Dealing with some injuries. Again, Adbert Alzlai is in that. If he's in that game, he's in that game. I don't think the Cubs blow that game. Mm-hmm. I think they win. When your closer, Travis, and two of your top, two out of three of your top relief pitchers are on the IL, as the Cubs are dealing with right now, you're going to have mistakes in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a horrible time to get those mistakes. Yeah, exactly. It's you not can't the. can't have mistakes now. Not the best time, especially when, when every game, every inning, every out matters uh, here uh, down the stretch. And uh, game number two uh, tonight will be, again, a 620. And uh, we spoke about him earlier. James Tyon will be going for the uh, Cubbies. And Vines is going for Atlanta. Who? Darius Vines. Yes, and that's, that's the thing, Travis. Atlanta is not throwing out their best right now. Sure. They're giving you an opportunity to get in this. Mm-hmm. You have to take advantage of it. Right. You have to win these yep. games. Because as we talked about, you look at the schedule, Travis, the Cubs is a lot harder than the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have, you you have, and again, the Brewers are going to want the Cubs to come in and win two out of three in Milwaukee. Are they just going to give them to the Cubs? No. They don't want the Cubs in the postseason. Right, yeah, and one of the playoff projections I saw if the season ended on Sunday that it would be the Cubs and Brewers yeah. in the first round. So, again, right now if you're the Cubs, you're one behind the Diamondbacks for the second wild card. You're half a game up on the Miami. You're a game and a half up on the Reds, who are not out of this yet either. Somehow, some way, Somehow, they're, still, some way. they're still hanging and around. the Padres aren't officially eliminated either yet, Travis. Nope. nope I told they... you they worried me, but – Four and a half is kind of big. It's a slim. The uh, Padres did beat the Giants last night to officially eliminate uh, San Francisco yep. from there, and the Padres are next to be clipped uh, there. But uh, speaking of uh, the Brew Crew, they were there in uh, Milwaukee, and uh, they were taking on the uh, Cardinals, and no one remembers this, but the Cardinals did end up winning the game. Uh, they won a 4-1 to one over the Brew Crew, but that didn't matter because the uh, loss – of uh, Chicago meant that that means Milwaukee clinched the NL Central yep. and their third NL Central title in uh, six seasons. Mm. So uh, Milwaukee NL Central champs yep. celebrating last night, yep. even though they lost. Yeah, they they it doesn't matter. They still get to celebrate. Their fans all celebrated. I saw a quote from one of the players who was like, "I saw people in the stands kind of making noise, and I saw the dugout." 
moving around oh, yeah, I saw and, and stuff. And he's like, we're down five to one. So obviously something is happening somewhere else. And they, I think they played the end of the Cubs game on the big screens there in Milwaukee. They may have. Yeah, I did see some yeah. of the uh, fans get excited there uh, at one point. And so uh, it was Miles Michaelis who uh, is, was the one who got the uh, win. And he says that he wants to uh, pitch one more time in the uh, uh, last homestand because he wants to get to 200 innings. He's at 194 innings right now, so that's a big accomplishment that a bonus. he wants, I'm sure. And uh, not too many guys go 200 innings, I guess. But another person that won't be pitching, and uh, that was uh, we found out before the game and during the pregame show, they were uh, having a conversation with uh, Ali Marmol, and uh, they talked it over in San Diego during that series, and it appears that Adam Wainwright has pitched his final pitch. Yep in the major leagues and he's going to finish with 200 wins as he will not pitch in the last homestand but they're saying don't rule out one more at bat i i would love that at least one more at bat but uh all he just said that he gave everything that he could on his 200th win Mm -hmm. he has nothing left and i believe it like 100 (laughs) percent. it took him an entire year to get 200 yeah ups and downs lefts and rights i mean he has nothing left to give, and Travis, he has nothing left to prove. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he came back this year. We can unequivocally say he probably thought he was going to be part of a postseason. No, oh, We yeah. can say that. Yep. But we can also say he came back to get 200 wins. Mm-hmm. That is the only, besides wanting to be part of the postseason. Mm-hmm. But the yep. only reason he came back midseason when he left and came back was to get 200. Mm-hmm. That at that point you knew the season was going downhill as a team. Oh yeah, you knew you weren't getting a postseason run. The only reason he came back is to get two hundred. Now he got it. He mm-hmm. he doesn't have anything else to prove. No, oh, yeah, yep, one hundred percent. And so uh, he's got the batting gloves ready, and uh, could potentially uh, see that on a Saturday or a Sunday uh, there. I think but, Sunday when they uh, do the uh, after they do the. Uh, I mean, it has ceremony. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to have to do it uh, there. Hope they actually uh, put him in the lineup and have him as a designated hitter or something. Oh, you want uh, more rather than, than one, just one a pinch? Oh well, I mean, you don't have to get more than one, but uh, you want him starting is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, I want him to have more than one at bat. I don't think it'll be more, would, but it would be kind of cool. Would you rather have it Sunday on the final day, Travis, or would you rather have it Saturday? He does his. Uh, Gets, gets his, his at-bat, at and then does his concert afterwards. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good day. It is. Yeah. I don't know if you want to hit after the concert. Mm, no. And then He's doing the, the concert ceremony. afterwards, though. No, but what I'm saying is if he was to hit on Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to do concert, perform, uh, co- concert the, the whole pregame retirement celebration, yeah, and then you get the at bat. I'm sure the crowd will cheer for him, but mm-hmm. do you really yep. want your last memory at Bush Stadium to be striking out? <laughs> well, who says it's going to be a strikeout? If it is, if it is, <laughs> sure. Yeah, so uh, we'll just have to see you this upcoming uh, weekend, but. Uh, hey, no one remembers that because the news of Wainwright, but uh, with the Cardinals did win last night, and they'll try for a, another win uh, there. As, uh, ESPN had it wrong la- yesterday, said that Zach Thompson was supposed to start yesterday. Nope, it was Miles Michaelis, but uh, Thompson is scheduled to go today, and Wade Miley 
going out for Milwaukee. And that game, 545 will be into the uh, pregame show, same time as yesterday uh, there. By the way, I want to point out uh, Cardinals game on Saturday will be on WCRA. So programming note for you there, Cardinals will be on WCRA Saturday. Yep, due to the Illini. Yeah. The Illini Would Purdue. Would you rather listen to it at this point, Travis? Uh, well, that's true. I would rather listen to the Illini game because some fans won't be able to find the Illini game oh, on television true. there. So uh, tune in to the Illini game, yes. Illini versus Purdue, and we'll talk about that in, uh, well, probably Friday. Yeah, a little bit later. So we'll preview week. that. So, All right, uh, so we'll continue the uh, conversation with MLB a little bit later, but right now we got to step away and uh, take a look at some uh, local sports uh, coming up here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Sherry, owner of Eubinger's Furniture Company. I'm still here and my sales staff and I are making deals on in-stock items that nobody beats. If you want interest-free financing instead of discounts, well, with approved credit, Eubinger's has that too. I love shopping. So my floor is packed with amazing new styles, as well as proven favorites and the best mattresses on the market today. We have what you want. So shop Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are always worth the drive. Highway 50 East, Cora. Farmers, we thank you. And to show our appreciation, we want to give back. With Meal in the Field, join WCRC 95.7 and Culver's as we bring the Meal in the Field every Tuesday. Go to effinghamradio.com and submit your favorite farmer you wish to see fed in the field. Winners will be chosen and we'll contact the weekly winner to make arrangements to meet them in their field on Tuesday. Brought to you by Marlowe Lock and Security. Home Farmers Mutual, Powell's Electric, DHB Transmission, Culver's, South Central FS, Boots and Souls, Cash Equipment, Man Meats, Feature City Food Liner, Bluff Equipment, and Bex Hybrids. Go to effinghamradio.com and submit your favorite farmer you wish to see fed in the field. Winners will be chosen and we'll contact the weekly winner to make arrangements to meet them in the field on Tuesday. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Um... I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. Navigating without a compass. Eyes waiting. Started to wonder. Metamorphosis. Loss of who you thought you is. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. 
So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now, Eric Price, SportsCenter update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the Week 6 win over the Texans and has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the uh, Sports know, Center. Read. What? They, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division. Titans? Titans Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup on 98.9. Uh, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here. And uh, let's talk about some uh, local sports. I was just going to say, uh, if you heard the, the EAS alert going off, it's because we are working on some things behind the scenes. They're just tests. Do not panic. All right, yeah. I don't know what Frederick is doing behind the glass there. Well, he's trying to make life easier on people. Just but, you know, Sometimes he just... Uh, just hitting the wrong buttons, I guess. Come well, on, just as long as you don't hit it while I'm trying to talk and uh, deliver the local sports here, because we got some uh, big ones in uh, baseball as the NTC tournament will be uh, getting later this weekend on Friday. The eight nine seed uh, game uh, will be played, and uh, an important game there was played at Paul Smith Field yesterday, as it was St. Anthony uh, taking the uh, win over Altamont, and it was a four to nothing shutout for the uh, Bulldogs, and uh, so uh, St. A improves to a 20-1 and one on the fall season, and uh, with the win, clinched the uh, regular season NTC uh, championship for the uh, Bulldogs uh, there, so congratulations there to uh, St. A putting together a nice fall season. They'll try to continue that. They got the number one seed in the NTC tournament now, and they'll try to carry that through the tournament as well. Uh, starting this weekend into uh, next week as well. Uh, St. Anthony, they got a, uh, the scoring started with a three in the bottom of the third, one in the uh, fourth inning, and that was all the scoring that was done there. Altamont did out hit the Bulldogs six to five, but uh, they also had three errors as well. Brock Fearday was lights out on the mound for St. A. He went all seven innings, giving up six hits, no runs, one walk, and seven strikeouts. On the other side, Elam uh, took the loss on the mound. He went five innings. He gave up five hits, four runs. Two of them were earned, three walks, and a couple of Ks. And McManaway came in and pitched the uh, other inning for Altamont as he didn't allow a hit and also had a couple of walks and a strikeout. As well for St. Anthony, it was uh, Link having three RBIs, one for three at the dish, but driving in three runners uh, there for the uh, Bulldogs. So St. A just continues to roll, and they got it with a great pitching performance from mm-hmm. Fear Day, and they got the shutout four to nothing, yeah, and, and the big win 
for the regular season championship. It was uh, South Central also getting the uh, win over Dietrich, and this one was a 6-4 a to four, a final score as uh, South Central got the scoring started four in the top of the f- uh, first inning, and then uh, Dietrich picked up uh, their four runs in the third and fourth with two in the third, two in the fourth, and then South Central, uh, they uh, broke it open there, and the two go-ahead runs in the top of the seventh was uh, scored uh, there. It was uh, Smith getting the, the win on the mound for the Cougars. He went six in the third innings, so couldn't quite finish it off, but six in the third innings, five hits, four runs, six walks, and five Ks. And Wessendorf took the uh, loss as he uh, almost went the distance as well. He went six innings, giving up six hits, six runs, all of them were earned, three walks and uh, three strikeouts uh, there. Uh, the uh, two RBIs credited for uh, Dietrich both went to uh, Funiman there, and uh, Smith and Rob. Smith had three RBIs, and Rob had a pair of RBIs in the win for South Central. Uh, Brownstown and St. Elmo picked up the narrow win over Windsor Sioux Straws by the final score of 2-1 to one as runs were at a premium here as Brownstown picked up a run in the third, a run in the fourth, and that was it. And then Windsor got a run there in the top of the fifth, but that was it there. Only six combined hits throughout the game as well. Hoopengartner uh, picked up the win for Brownstown. He went a complete game all seven innings, only giving up that one run, three hits, six strikeouts. And uh, Gurgle also had a nice pitching performance as well. Six innings, two hit or two runs, and three hits, six strikeouts, but four walks uh, there. Uh, Verdine picks up the RBI for the Hatchets in Brownstown. Uh, they had RBIs from Maxi and Powell there. So Brownstown picking up a, a nice win there. And in uh, junior high uh, girls basketball, we had Topless defeat North Clay 36-18. In seventh grade action, we had Nioga defeat St. Anthony 28-24. Dietrich over Altamont 13-9. In eighth grade, he had St. Anthony defeat Nioga 33-16. And Altamont over Dietrich 42 Day. In a volleyball, we had in the NTC Oblong over St. Elmo 25 to 18, 25 20. St. Anthony over Altamont 25 12, 25 15. Winsor Two Straws over CHBC 25 12, 25 to 5. It was FEM defeating Mount Zion 25 15. Mount Zion did take the second set though 25 23. Then FEM won 25 to 17. And it was also Arthur or Arcola over Cumberland in two sets, 25-22, 25-11. Arthur over Tri-County, 25-10, 25-14. in the uh, little Illini, Newton, they won in two sets over Vandalia, 25-17, 25-14. Marshall defeated Olney in three sets. Olney actually took the first set, 25-16, but then Marshall wins the second set, 25-20, and taking the third set, 25-22. And then Robinson, they swept Casey and Mount Carmel, swept Lawrenceville as well. Squeezed in one, a final match there in a boys' golf yesterday between FEM and Flora. And FEM with the low score of 151 defeated the Wolves 176. Max Seacrest was the low scorer there for the Hearts with a 33 there. It was a St. Anthony taking down Arthur 3 to 1, FEM they defeated Mattoon of 5 to 1 in soccer action yesterday and Michael Stefton picking up a hat trick, three goals and an assist as well. 
Teutopoulos defeated Newton by a final score of two a two zero. Joe Nieberge and Ethan Taylor picking up our, our picking up RBIs, picking up goals for the uh, shoes there. Off an assist from Tegler and falling as well. Uh, Mount Zion defeated Taylorville six one and Litchfield got the shutout over Vandalia thirteen a two zero there. And in tennis action, we had St. Anthony get the win over St. Thomas More with a sweep, 9-0. to zero. Local sports for today on this Wednesday in baseball, you got Odin there at South Central on volleyball side. You got Mount Zion at Decatur MacArthur. Uh, you got South Fork at Paris. Um, and in boys golf, this is the important ones of the uh, regionals beginning uh, today in uh, Class 1A at the McLeansboro-Hamilton County Regional at Green Hills Golf Club. A lot of players uh, participating uh, there from area schools. Altamont, St. Anthony, North Clay, Newton, Teutopolis will all be there with uh, some other schools as well. Edwards County, Fairfield, Flora, Oblong. They'll be all there at McLeansboro, Hamilton County. In the All Marquette Regional at the Spencer T. Olin Golf Course. Uh, some teams from the South Central, Carlinville, Gillespie, Litchfield, Piasol, Vandelia will all be there as well. And the whole uh, regional is posted on the website, fmradio.com. And just click on our local sports tab. That's where you can find out the golf regional information. And in the Class 1A Auburn sectional, in the Decatur for the Decatur St. Teresa Regional at Hickory Point Golf Course, Oka Valley, Unity Christian, Farmer City Blue Ridge, Macon Meridian, Central A&M, Pena, Shelbyville, Sullivan, North Mac, Windsor's Two Straws, all there at that one. And in the Tuscola Regional, it's uh, at Iron Horse, is uh, Heritage, Casey, Marshall, Tri-County, Tuscola, South Fork, just some of the area teams there that will be at that one. In the um, Class 2A Mount Carmel sectional in the FEM regional at the FEM Country Club, it's going to be Arcola, Charleston, FEM, Lawrenceville, Mattoon, Mount Carmel, Olney, Paris, Robinson. So an all-area regional mm-hmm. there at the ECC there. Uh, Taylorville regional at Lakeshore Golf Course, Greenville, Hillsboro, Staunton, Taylorville among the teams there. And also the East Alton Wood River sectional in Centralia at the uh, Greenview Country Club. It's Bree Central, Centralia, Columbia, Freeburg, Highland, uh, Salem also there as well. And in the Champaign Centennial Regional at the U of I Orange Course, Muhammad Seymour, Mount Zion are a couple of the teams uh, there from the area that will be there starting off golf regionals today on the boys' side. The girls will get underway tomorrow. In uh, soccer, you got FEM there at Hillsboro, uh, Charleston at Robinson, uh, Litchfield at Taylorville. Olney is hosting uh, Salem. And in tennis, Carmine White County at Charleston, Olney at Robinson, and Hillsboro is out Mount Vernon. So, again, entire schedule up on the website, femradio.com. And uh, coming up next, uh, talking about the uh, postseason for boys golf and girls golf. Well, we got to talk about some postseason for football as well. So that's what we'll be tackling uh, coming up next for high school football here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back.
In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Bundling and saving with GEICO is an easy choice, so you're free to ponder life's big questions, like what's the best animal in the world if not humans? I'd strongly consider ducks to be somewhere up there on the list. Think about it. Ducks can swim, ducks can fly, and ducks can walk on land. They have access to all terrains. They are the ultimate animal. And they wiggle their butts when they walk, which is funny. Yeah, ducks are awesome. End of story. <laughs> Bundling and saving with Geico. It's an easy choice. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. And now, this outpouring of love for... Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget that so a couple Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. You can't blame referee. him, but he benefited from it. Okay, everyone gets a call. And they benefited from it last night as well. Which which rule? Which which one of those penalties? Whenever the Chiefs are holding, that was so ticky tacky. Come on, so it's many a holding. Super Bowl. Let them play. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Here at Prime Sports Center update: The Blues scored three first period goals during a three-two preseason win. The Columbus Blue Jackets at Enterprise Center, St. Louis is 2-1-0 in exhibition play thus far. The Blues visit the Blackhawks tomorrow night. The Colts are hoping to get their starting quarterback sooner rather than later. Head coach Shane Stetchen has confirmed that rookie Anthony Richardson remains in the league's concussion protocol, but will return as the team's starter whenever he is available. They also mentioned that center Ryan Kelly remains in concussion protocol as well. Indianapolis is currently leading the AFC South at 2-1 and will host the Rams in Week 4. 
The New York Jets are adding a familiar face to their questionable cornerback room. ESPN reports the team signed Trevor Simeon to the practice squad on Tuesday. The 31-year-old was released by the Bengals in the preseason and joins current Jets starter Zach Wilson and backup Tim Boyle in New York. He was originally selected by the Denver Broncos in the seventh round of the 2015 draft and started one game for the Jets in 2019 before making stops in New Orleans with the Saints and Chicago with the Bears. The Green Bay Packers are optimistic a pair of key offensive pieces will suit up for Thursday night football. Christian Watson told the media on Tuesday plans to make his season debut against the Detroit Lions at Lambeau after missing the first three games in the season with a hamstring injury. They also said that running back Aaron Jones will play as well. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Brooks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports and Read right there. All right, uh, so uh, let's get to uh, some uh, playoff action for we- entering week number six for high school football. Playoff picture, crystal ball, who's in good shape, who's uh, on the bubble now, yep. who's eliminated. Yep. We'll find out who's playoff eligible as well. Yes. All right, let's get into this. So we'll start with the Apollo, Travis. Yep. Uh, playoff eligible, Mount Zion, playoff eligible, 5-0. Mm-hmm. and They are playoff eligible. They are uh, at least eligible. If they win this week, they will be guaranteed a spot in the playoff. But for right now, they are eligible. In good shape, Travis, last week we had three teams. This week we're down to two, and that's the Charleston Trojans and Muhammad Seymour. Both I have in the good shape category, both sitting at 4-1, and one, could possibly come playoff eligible this week. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh so they moved up from lots of promise to in good shape. In the lots of promise category, I have Taylorville. Three and two. The loss hurts them, but I still think they have a lot of promise to to get to five wins this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, the in trouble category, Travis, we've moved the Effingham Hearts there. Yeah, no kidding. Sitting at two and three right now is Effingham, and they still have Muhammad Mount Zion on their schedule. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. Yeah. Right. They they got to get some wins. That's that's where they should be. That's on on the bubble. Yep. Is where they should be. Yep. And then I have moved Matt Toon to eliminated. One and four, uh, not technically eliminated, but to me they're eliminated. I mean, yeah, we talked about in the preseason how tough their schedule is, yeah. and it doesn't get any easier here yep. down the stretch. So, nope. uh, man. even if they win out, I don't see them beating Marion in the last week of the year. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I, I have them move to the eliminated category. Hmm. In Lincoln Prairie action, we have two teams that are now playoff eligible, that being Arthur and Sullivan, both at 5-0. and oh. Yep. Lots of promise last week. We just had the Cumberland Pirates there. Uh, this week, we still have the Cumberland Pirates sitting there with lots of promise at 3-2. and two. I do like their schedule. But Travis, I've also moved Nokomis to lots of promise as well, sitting at 3-2. and two. They definitely, I think, have a shot at making – uh, the playoffs if they can get five wins right yeah and we always talk about the the middle there the yep. lincoln prairie they're kind of middle of 1a to uh, cumberland at 26 right now nicomas yep. at 27 both with 22 opponent wins so the in trouble category travis i have villa grove argenta sagamon valley and arcola all sitting there at two and three i i said it on monday with the overreactions i still feel this way I don't think any of these teams are going to make the postseason. Mm. I I just don't see if they get to five having the points to get enough in. Yeah, currently right now, Villa Grove sitting at 40 in 1A. Yeah, that's not um, enough. I mean, 23 I, opponent wins. Argenta is at uh, 43, and Arcola is right below them yeah, at 44. They're all right there. Mm-hmm. So I just don't see any of them getting enough points to, to get in at five. 
Could be wrong, but that's that's my take. And then I've moved Sarah Gordo and Tri-County both eliminated. Tri-County officially at 0-5, but Sarah Gordo 1-4, I just I just don't see them getting yep, winning out. They're teetering on the edge. Central Illinois, Travis, moving yep. on. We have playoff eligible in Shelbyville. So Shelbyville, playoff eligible. Mm-hmm. In the good shape category, I've put Clinton there. Make me Say I'm a believer in Clinton, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Their remaining record uh, as of last week, I haven't looked it up for this week, is 9-11 and 11 last week. So they have a decent schedule coming up right. um, of winnable games. They have, uh, I, I, I think they're right in prime position point-wise to be all right. Uh, they're currently 26 and 3A. Yeah. So uh, I think a benefit for them, Travis, is that they are in 3A. And we've talked about it. 3A seems to be very weak on the southern side. There's yeah. not a lot of 3A size schools in the south. Yeah. It seems like it either goes five and four down to one. Mm-hmm. Those two and three A's seems to always have low amount of schools in it. Right. I think yeah. that'll benefit Clinton. Um, my one question mark for Clinton, of course, is the points. Mm-hmm. So with anyone with the Central points. Illinois Conference. Yeah, 21 points right now. Yep. Uh, in trouble, Travis, I have Central A&M, Tuscola, and Warrensburg all in trouble. Yeah. All of them are sitting at two and three. Yeah, Central A&M, 48 right now yeah. in uh, 1A. Yeah, that's, that's – Tuscola is right behind Villa Grove at 41 right now. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. And you'll look at, you know, Central Where's A&M. When you looked at Central A&M's – schedule Travis and saw that one of their non-conference Ooh. games was the Cater St. Teresa. You're thinking, okay, maybe there's at least, you know, a good seven or eight points there. Mm-hmm. Minimum. Instead, you're getting nothing. Right. Zero. Yeah. At this point. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Right. Yeah. And we'll hear what uh, the Raiders are, are dealing with there with some injuries yeah. right now. So they're also dealing with that on the field. Uh, as well so i uh, got shelbyville coming up the pivotal matchup this week with warrensburg and yep. warrensburg standing right now 40th and 2a yeah right now with just 22 points uh, oh first of all all these teams need to get wins but i don't know if they'll have the points if they get to five mm-hmm. that that to me is the question right i i just i i don't know i i, I just uh, yeah, don't know i mean i agree yeah uh, and then I have make him eliminate, eliminated, Travis. Uh, mm-hmm. Sitting at one and four, I just don't see them winning out. Right, yeah. I mean, especially their only win is a forfeit. Right. So I I just don't believe maybe that. Maybe Fisher? Maybe they'll get, maybe they'll get maybe Fisher. Maybe they'll get another that's one. About it. Yeah. Don't have to worry about seeing the bunnies this year in the postseason. Yeah, the fi- uh, Fisher, 0 and 5. Yeah, don't have to worry about seeing them this year. Mm. Um. All right. Little Illini. Yep. Playoff eligible is Casey, sitting at 5-0, and so they are playoff eligible. I also have Lawrenceville and Mount Carmel in good shape as well. Uh, Lawrenceville 4-1, and their one loss being to Casey. Mount Carmel 4-1, their one loss was to an Indiana school, so I don't know quite how that works in IHSA's eyes um, as far as where that affects them. But I see Mount Carmel obviously getting to five wins, six for sure. Uh, Mount Carmel currently 14th right now in 3A. Yeah. And, and they're going to keep moving up because I don't see anyone yeah. else on their schedule. Minus the Casey game that uh, could, could give them trouble. Sure. Possibly Lawrenceville, but uh, 
those are kind of the only two games still left on their schedule that it would give me pause. Right. If I'm Mount Carmel. I mean, like we keep mentioning, KZ 13th right now in 1A, the lowest yeah. point total of the remaining 5-0 and teams there. I mean, they have to get six wins. If, oh, if, yeah. if they fall off a cliff and are sitting at 5-4, and four, they don't have the points. Yeah, the way this defense has been playing, they're, 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 they're not going to fall off. Yeah, they're going to. Um, I have Paris in trouble. Travis sitting at two and three. Um, now Paris is in four A or no? Check that they're in three A this year um, due to enrollment three. drop. So they're they're in three A. They would yeah, be a dangerous pretty, team, I think, in three A, but I don't think they're going to get there. They're pretty comfortable in three A two. They have five hundred twenty one enrollment. They're currently thirty fourth right now in points. Yeah, but they're two and three. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, you have the schedule pulled up, Travis. Who else do they have left? Let's see. They got Newton this week. That's they got Olney, Robinson, winnable. Winnable. and then they close out with Casey. Okay. So, I mean, they could be sitting at five and four, but again, point-wise, what do you get? It's going to be close, yeah. So, that's, that's the only reason I have Paris in trouble. I think they can get five wins looking at their schedule unless they drop the ball against a Newton or Robinson or an Olney. Right, they're going to get some help with uh, Charleston in their non-conference, yep. and they also have an Indiana school as well right. that are on the schedule. And you're probably going to get a couple more wins out of Casey, you would think, and a couple more wins out of Mount Carmel. Mm-hmm. So that could help. And Travis Newton, Robinson, Marshall, and Alney are all eliminated. Yeah. I mean, it's just been a bad year for the LIC this year. There's not much you can say besides that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those three teams right there, and only with a goose egg. Yeah, yeah, not been not been good. All right, South Central. Mm-hmm. South Central Greenville playoff eligible five and zero. Not in, yeah, they're but good. playoff eligible. Uh, in good shape. I also have Pana and Vandalia in good shape. Um, sitting at four and one, I think they're they're going to be okay. Carlinville Travis, I have it could be better. Sitting at three and two. Um, just. Point wise, they give me pause for points. Um, sitting there at three and two, and and the rest of their schedule. Um, but I, th- I, I feel confident they're going to be okay. But I just I have to pause for a second. Yeah, currently we're right now twenty three in two A right yep. now. Oh, you have them in two A. That's what this has. Okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, last week they were in three A. So. Well, I was gonna say they're right there on yeah. the borderline. Yeah. The cutoff here it says two uh, A is three oh five to four twelve, and currently their classification is listed at four twelve. So gotcha. they're right there on the border. Uh, in trouble, Staunton, Piasaw, Hillsborough, and Litchfield. They're all in trouble. Um, mm-hmm. All of them at two and three. I just don't know if wins are there to get to five. Right. So. Because you have to play each other, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the season. So, yeah, I just don't know if there's enough wins there. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I agree. Yeah. And then uh, eliminated Travis Gillespie at 0-5. And, and I also have North Mac eliminated at 1-4. Oof. Yep. Uh, North Mac, down year. I mean, that's all you can say. They Came in last a... year and really put up a good showing in that South Central Conference their first year in it. And then uh, this year, just not the same. Right, I mean, they got Carlinville this week, Piasol and Greenville also on the schedule, and Staunton fighting for playoff positioning as well. Yeah. So, yeah, well, tough, I mean, tough you, stretch. If you put in the Greenville game, if you think that's going to be a loss, that's five. Mm-hmm. So, right. And, and that's a, a tough schedule, like you said. So, uh, that's kind of where we're at for our high school, uh, high school playoffs, Travis, uh, heading into yeah. week five. There you go. Week six. Week six. That's right. So, 
we'll take a look at the uh, matchups, uh, rivalry week, mm-hmm. homecoming week as well. So uh, we'll take a look at that in the next couple of days. But right now we're up against it, and we'll return. We'll start it off with baseball, and we'll close out with some baseball. We'll take a look at uh, what else happened from uh, last night coming up here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GOLD for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GOLD for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GOLD for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First Philip. And now this is like Christmas morning. Everybody has a chance. It is opening day. Baseball is back. We've waited since the last out was made in that World Series and it's finally here. There's a reason why I haven't talked yet and I think opening day is overrated. The starting lineup. Oh boy. I enjoy the final day of the season more than opening day. And I'm not saying it's not an exciting day, but there's 162 more games ahead of us. Like, this is the first one. This is first one back after months. It's just a great day for baseball to be back. Sorry, I, I don't feel the same way. I don't know what's unbelievable else to say. here on the, one of the most exciting days in sports, and it's overrated. To me, it this is. This has got to be a joke. No, right? No, we're getting punked. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back. Here to the starting lineup. We're only here on 98.9 for a little bit longer. As, hey, we talked about that opening day in the bumper and the end of the season's day coming up. <laughs> yeah, coming up very, very soon. So uh, let's uh, finish up with some uh, baseball here as another team uh, clinched a spot into the postseason. It looks like it's going to be another red October, and it's not the Cardinals. It's the Phillies. They won in extras. They won in 10 innings, 3-2 to two over the uh, Pirates. So the uh, Phillies officially uh, clinch a wild card berth. So Philadelphia. Philadelphia going to be entering as a wild card 
there. A dangerous so, wildcard team. We've seen what they've done in the past. Right. As the uh, Diamondbacks, uh, they uh, beat the other team from Chicago, the other team that's an embarrassment to Chicago, the White Sox, 15-204 to keep the Diamondbacks' hopes alive. Uh, they're currently a Diamondbacks' second wildcard spot. They are one up now on the uh, Cubbies. Um, for that second wild card spot, and the Reds keeping their slim playoff hopes alive. They won over the Guardians, eleven to uh, seven. And what did the Marlins do last night? They were postponed. Yes. So, unplayable field conditions caused by tropical storm is the exact reasoning here on ESPN. Yep. <laughs> uh, the makeup is uh, today, so yeah, it must double be header. Traditional today. double header. I yeah. think. So Marlins Mets coming at you tonight. Or double header, mm-hmm. and then the Mariners they won over the Astros a six to two. George Kirby goes a six a shutout innings as uh, Mariners snapped a little four game uh, losing streak there. So now they're three back into the West with the Rangers loss, and again the Astros are stumbling down the stretch here. The Mariners only trailing by half game now in that third and final wild card spot uh, there. And I said it. This has been stuck on this two and a half games for like two months. It seems like Baltimore won one to zero over the Nationals, and then Tampa beat the Red Sox nine to seven. So Baltimore, come on, let's let's get this wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Two and a half games uh, over the Rays yeah, let's this. in the in the East uh, there, and so no one as of yet in the American League besides the uh, Twins have clinched their division or any sort of mm. wild card spot. I mean, the uh, Rays and Orioles will be going for sure. But yeah, they're in the playoffs. They're that's just, about it. Yeah. Come on. Don't know who's going to be where. Uh, Blue Jays got shut out last night to two, a two, a zero. And that took all the way until the ninth inning to get some runs to be scored there in uh, Toronto. So, uh, that's what the uh, playoff races look like mm-hmm. uh, for Tuesday. Uh, Diamondbacks and White Sox are going to be playing here really shortly afternoon. Uh, baseball, uh, got to be honest, I never heard of either one of those two that are on the mound right here. That's how you can tell it's the end of the year. <laughs> but those but Diamondbacks are, are right in it. They're right in the thick of things. So I don't know what that says about them. Uh, but uh, Garrett going for game one for the Marlins, and they're undecided for that second game there at 6 o'clock. So uh, that looks like uh, you got Valdez versus Miller in the Astros-Mariners game uh, tonight uh, there. But that'll do it here for us on Terrestrial Radio. We'll continue the uh, conversation in the uh, podcast. We got still more playoff to talk about. And it's week four, but it's time to start talking about the playoffs in the NFL. So that's what we're doing. And also Coach Weekly going to be joining us from Central A&M on the pod as well. So catch us there. And coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Carlin versus Joe. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Suzuki, the call. Oh, no, no. Oh, my goodness.
Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup and Travis Sparks, Eric Fry back here with you. And we got some NFL stuff to talk about, NFL news and notes and got some NFL playoff. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> playoff yes. facts yes. for you coming up on the program as well as uh, Central A&M Coach Weekly going to be uh, joining us in uh, the uh, uh, show as well so mm-hmm. stick around uh, for that yep. chat and a conversation so uh but first before we get to uh, him and uh, the nfl you got anything on sports or anything you want to clean up yes uh just a couple quick things here we go uh panthers safety xavier woods is going to miss extended time so sustained a hamstring injury uh going to be out possibly four to six weeks uh saquon barkley is considered day to day as they gear up uh for their monday night matchup with the seahawks so, mm-hmm. see about that. Uh, yes. Come on, Saquon. Baltimore Orioles are mourning the loss of Hall of Fame third baseman Brooks Robinson at the age of 86. The club and mm-hmm. family issued a joint statement saying Robinson will continue to leave a lasting impression on our club, our community, and the sport of baseball. Played his entire career with the Orioles from 1955 to 1977. Drives 22 years. He's an 18-time All-Star. He won 16 straight gold gloves and helped Orioles win two World Series championships in 66 and 70. Yep. One of the third basemen to ever do it. And I know that Nolan Arenado noticed that as well. And uh, he wrote a little note about him, too, paying tribute to him. Do you think if Arenado plays for 20-some years that he could break the uh, most Golden Gloves streak, consecutive streak? Yeah, he could possibly do it. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of them. I don't know about consecutive, though. Right, yeah, that's the whole thing. And finally, the WNBA appears to be coming to the Bay Area. ESPN reports the Golden State Warriors are helping bring a WNBA expansion franchise to San Francisco. According to reports, the deal is yet to be finalized, but is expected to be announced soon. WNBA team could play its games at the Chase Center and be headquartered in Oakland. WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert said in May that the league hoped to add two more teams by 2025, Travis. So we're getting ready for... um, WNBA in the Bay Area. Expansion. Yeah. Hmm. Um, And also, as you may know, the Chiefs this Sunday night are playing the Jets on NBC. And there's a lot of talk that Miss Swift will be there. That's Taylor Swift. And StubHub tells Town & Country that they've seen ticket sales nearly triple in just 24 hours. And the Chiefs have sold more tickets in a single day, Travis, since the start of the season. Wow. So let's let's talk about Mr. Kelsey. You want to talk about Mr. Kelsey? Yeah. Because his podcast dropped with his brother. Mm-hmm. So here's some of the things he said. He said, quote, sure as hell enjoyed this weekend. That's what he said. Yep. Um, he also said, quote, I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. She looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in a great light. And on top of that, the day went perfect for Chiefs fans. To be fair, it's because you were playing the Bears. I mean, exactly. That's how why. It, how could it not? Couldn't have good. invited her to a more perfect game. Yep. He joked that Swift's attendance has made his personal life not so personal, but yeah. did not specify whether the two were in a relationship, knowing that Swift is more private and does less media appearances than he does. He acknowledged seeing paparazzi outside his house recently as rumors had swirled about their connection. He said, quote, I know I brought all this attention to me. What's real is that, you know, it's my personal life. I want to respect both of our lives. So there you go. Now, did it make a difference? It sure did. It. Sunday's broadcast ratings showed significant improvement in one key demographic, Travis. As females, age 12 to 17, were up nearly 8% from a game yeah. a year ago. 
Broadcast also led in female viewership in every major demographic. Hmm. So women are watching football to see T Swift. Yeah, they are, and oh man, that that podcast is going to be more popular than it ever has been. With not only its yep. regularly listeners, but all these other uh, Swifties coming in to uh, check out, yep. check it out, and the Taylor Swift the effect is in full effect. He joked, with, Travis, that it sounds like that. the Swifties are also part of Chiefs Kingdom. They are. So. Yep. So the Chiefs' kingdom grows. Uh, yes. He also said, to see the slow-motion chest bumps, to see the high-fives with mom, to see how Chiefs' kingdom was all excited that she was there, that was absolutely hysterical. It's definitely a game I'll remember. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, will she be there Sunday night in New York, MetLife, taking on the JETS? Well, she's not on tour. She lives in New York. Yeah, isn't that convenient that she lives in New York? I, I think she'll be there, Travis. Mm. You know who's really hoping there's a she's good there? possibility. Zach Walson? NBC. Oh, well, of course. NBC is really hoping she's there. Yeah, of course. And if the people from the NFL are not calling her right now saying, do you want to do the national anthem at the Super Bowl? <laughs> if the Chiefs make it, would you want to do the national anthem at the Super Bowl? Ooh, there you go. They're missing. Because we've talked about this in the past. That country acts, although Taylor Swift isn't country anymore. No. But country acts are historically recently have done the national anthem. Mm-hmm. They've already announced Usher to do halftime. Yep. If the Chiefs are there and Taylor Swift is there. Mm-hmm. Now, that's it's not to say happen. that this will still be a relationship come February because, you know, what she does. So. Yeah. If it actually is, say, if it actually is something, become blooms into a relationship. Exactly, don't just put hanging a label out. On it, Travis. Yeah, exactly, just hanging out. Don't put a label on it. Just hanging out. So. Also, one other random tidbit: uh, Miami Heat star Jimmy Butler is ticked off, Travis. Why is he ticked off? Why well, is ticked off about paying really high gas prices in California? Well, yeah. He says it costs him nearly two hundred dollars to fill up his Bugatti in L.A. Oh man. California, by Probably far. shouldn't have got that Bugatti, yes. then. Yeah, uh, has the most expensive gas in the country. with an average per gallon of nearly six bucks, Travis. Yeah, I know that the California is a lot more expensive. California love. All righty. Yeah, we always so, complain about these high threes. Not mad about uh, not getting Dame Lillard yet. No, he's mad about Just, having to pay. And, in fact, he was quoted as saying he was going to go electric. Oh, wow. So, there you go. I mean, you shouldn't have come bought on. That Bugatti. Exactly. Let's buy a more fuel efficient vehicle. That's your fault, Jimmy Butler. Not for get it for uh, not style. Heat fans should be upset. What are you doing in L.A.? Training camp starts next week. Yeah, just Give hanging out. Me in out. Miami. Get ready. Just hanging out. Talking to LeBron. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Possibly. You moving? If he even stays, uh, who knows? If he even anyway. uh, stays in LA. Speaking of which, I saw that his Cleveland. son was not at the first practice for USC, still recovering from that cardiac arrest. So mm-hmm. hopefully he recovers and is good to go. Right. Yeah, for sure. And uh, another uh, couple of other, other random news and notes. Eric, did you know that this weekend is the Ryder Cup? It is. The Ryder Cup. It's USA versus Europe. That's great. One of the greatest things in golf. It's this weekend. 
it would have been nice to have been promoted on some sort of network for that. Yeah, it, that sure would have been great if people knew about it. But I think it's on NBC. I'm pretty sure, but which means it's probably on Peacock. Which it is. I've gosh, I've gotten so many complaints about Peacock I with this Illinois Purdue game. I've never never seen the like for people. Never seen so many people complain about something. Mm. I have. I'm a sports fan, Travis. We see people complain about lots of things. Yeah. And I'm an entertainment fan, so we see people complain oh, about a lot yeah. of things. For, that's for sure. That's for sure. But, yeah, Briar Cup's in uh, in Italy is where oh, it's nice. at. Rome, Italy. Rome. Yep, the Marco Simon Golf and a Country Club. Now, it's part of it because none of the live players are there, so, like, all the names you would know aren't playing. Is that part of it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's not. Maybe it's because it's not on U.S. soil or whatnot. Or, be. you know, golf, the, we've already discussed this ad nauseum of the star power and whatnot. Nobody really moves the needle yeah. anymore like they used to. Yep. So, uh, but uh, Kepka weighed in on the live golf. Golfers not in Rome. Play better is what he says. Well, there you go. Is That's the all headline I need to say. There. Just play better. What are you doing? <laughs> It's your fault. And also a uh, NFL news and a note or a nugget uh, here. Uh, just because you didn't ask for his opinion, but he gave it anyways. Uh, a certain person weighed in on the uh, Justin Fields situation, and that's O.J. Simpson. Oh, of course. The I juice. Wanted, I want to know what O.J. feels what about is, this. Uh, what is the juice's feelings yes, on uh, Justin Fields uh, here? Well, I guess uh, when he gets off the golf course after 18 holes before he goes and plays 18 more, he does a little uh, Monday uh, wrap-up, if you will, and talks all about the uh, NFL, what happened on the previous day. And uh, so there's more than just the, the Bears here, of, uh, all the things that he gives his opinions about. But one of the things that he did uh, throw in here for the uh, Justin Fields situation, he says, if Fields continues to think and not react, they got a guy named Tyson Baguette, the rookie that I predict will be seeing him before the season is over. Huh. And OJ would compare uh, Tyson to Brock Purdy. It was selected by the 49ers with the final pick of the 2022 draft and is quickly emerging as a star under center. That's pretty, that is. So, this guy. Yeah. He, he just needs to. He expects to see the backup before too long. I mean, yeah, because Justin Fields is going to get traded. That has been tossed out there as a possibility. But again, he has no value right now to any other NFL team. Mm-hmm. You've seen him play. You're you wouldn't be that impressed, would you? I have. Yeah. You trading anything for him? Mm, no. Nope. <sighs> nope. But there you go. Thanks, OJ. OJ thinks that Fields is gonna get vin- uh, benched eventually. Thanks for your two cents, OJ. <laughs> really appreciate it. So there you go. My life can now go on. Thrown in there. Exactly. Because that's the guy that you wanted to hear from. I was worried. I was worried what OJ thought. <laughs> in this situation. Uh, before we get to look at the uh, playoffs for the uh, NFL, some uh, stats uh, about that. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, turn to uh, Coach Weekly here from Central A&M. Talk about is a game against uh, Tuscola last week and this upcoming homecoming matchup 
as well. So we'll turn to him right now. Travis Sparks here uh, joining us on the starting lineup is uh, Coach Weekly from uh, Central A&M. And how are you doing today, Coach? Uh, not bad. Not bad. It's a beautiful day outside. Yeah, it is, and it's a beautiful day to uh, start again as uh, Central A&M falls to two and three on the season here, as they took all as you guys took the loss on a Friday to Tuscola. It was a forty-two to fourteen loss, and it was a tough night there in Tuscola for you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, give all credit to Tuscola. Uh, they made a bunch of plays, uh, uh, and uh, we, we didn't. I guess is the best way to put it. But uh, hopefully, our kids bounce back this week and. Uh, we'll see uh, see where we're at. And uh, only a couple of bright spots there was a couple of times that you made it into the end zone as you uh, started off on your very first uh, uh, first play of your very first possession. You took an 82-yard uh, touchdown run there by uh, Persall, and then uh, he scored again later in the game as well for your only two touchdowns of the night. Yeah, uh, you know, we had, I mean, uh, he did a good job running the ball for us. Uh, Evan ran really hard for us. Uh, you know, he's had been really good the last two weeks, uh, over 300 yards the last two weeks on the ground, and uh, doing a good job for us for sure, no question, uh, running the football. And, it's, and it seemed like he had a lot of yards as well, despite being down on the scoreboard. He had to uh, abandon it a little bit at one point with the score being the way it is, but he kind of uh, leaned on him due to the, the quarterback situation there. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're a little beat up there at the quarterback position. Uh, two of our guys who uh, drew our starter and our backup, uh, Carter, both got hurt. Drew didn't play uh, on uh, didn't play on Friday, and uh, Carter, who uh, is our uh, is our backup quarterback, he got hurt uh, first uh, quarter and a half there, middle of the first, second quarter, and kind of had to abandon a bunch of stuff and kind of just uh, adjust on the fly. All right, I kind of threw the game plan completely out the window there, it sounds like. And uh, another positive was that you did force some turnovers as well. You had an interception, and I think you had, had a couple of fumble recoveries as well. So uh, that's something else to look out on the positive side. Yeah, our kids played hard. Uh, you know, they for the most part, I think our kids uh, learned something, though. Uh, you know, there was a couple plays where – they thought somebody else were going to make the play, and they kind of stopped, and that didn't happen. And then by the time they restarted again, it was too late to catch them. So I think our kids learned that. Uh, they kind of learned that. Uh, you know, we watched uh, four four plays all week, uh, four plays from that game uh, this week, just to kind of show the, the effort mm-hmm. uh, and execution of, of certain things. And, if you know, if you have the effort, the execution doesn't always have to be perfect uh, in order to have a big play and or score. And I think our kids kind of – kind of learned something from that and uh, now you guys uh, move forward here at two and three on the season and uh, now there's no more room for error here uh dealing with uh, those injuries but also you got a couple of tough opponents uh, this one this week as well as uh, shelbyville down the pike and i know that uh non-conference opponent as well week nine but being two and three like i said no more room for error here down the stretch yeah i think it's i mean you know, I think it's always, uh, it's always, it, your team always goes as far as the seniors kind of want to go. And, uh, it's kind of put on them to kind of take pride in doing the little things right. And, uh, you know, make sure to lead these guys to, to have a great year and, uh, finish strong and, and, and get ourselves a chance. Uh, and that all starts this week against Warrensburg, who had a pretty good game against Shelbyville. Uh, and, uh, 
So, yeah, we got to kind of get back on the winning ways here. Uh, we've kind of stubbed our toe here the last couple of weeks and uh, kind of put ourselves behind the eight ball, no question. Right, and on the field, like you mentioned, uh, they uh, had a tough game against uh, Shelbyville, and then they also lost to uh, another team in Week 1 that's uh, still undefeated, Downs Tri-Valley, I believe. So uh, those two are still undefeated and a top-10 ranked in the state and some classes there for Warrensburg. So, uh, you know, them being 2-3 and three as well, this will be a must-win game uh, for them as well. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, no question, very important game for both of us. Uh, you know, we don't have to travel there, so that's nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's uh, for us, I think it's a game that's going to have to be won in the trenches and because and, uh, they're extremely talented on the perimeter. And we're going to have to uh, make plays on the perimeter, both offensively and defensively this week, to uh, keep ourselves in the game, uh, try to continue to, you know, run the football and run it well and, and see what happens. And another thing that this week is, it's also homecoming as well. One of the least favorite weeks, I know, for uh, head coaches with all, all the distractions and everything else going on throughout the week. But hey, it's also homecoming as well for you guys. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's exciting for the kids, so that's sure. what matters. Life's life about experiences and how you uh, how you embrace them and embrace challenges. And, and for us as coaches, we have to make sure they stay as focused as possible these next couple of days of practice. Uh, give them a chance to have some success on their homecoming. And so uh, they'll hopefully have uh, some success there on uh, Friday night. Well, Coach, uh, we'll let you go here, and uh, good luck overcoming homecoming there, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate him uh, for hopping on uh, the uh, show. And right now, let's go ahead and get to the uh, NFL, more NFL stuff, and the playoffs that Eric wanted to talk about. Yes. Now, we're not we're not previewing the playoffs. We're not telling you who's in and who's out entering week four. Sure. It's not what we're here to do, Travis. But I did find this rather interesting, okay? I went all the way back through history. I went all the way back to the 1981 season. Wow. So that's 40 years. Mm-hmm. Right? In 40 years, Travis, there have been seven teams that have started one and two or worse and made the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not win, but made the Super Bowl. Hmm. Those are the 2018 Patriots. Yep. Started out one and two, ended up, I believe, beating the Rams in the Super Bowl that year. Who was that? The 2018 Patriots. Oh, I try to put that yep, yep. put that out of my mind. The 07 Giants started 1-2, and two and they ended up beating the previously unbeaten Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that one. The 2001 Patriots started 1-2. and two. They mm-hmm. beat your Rams. Uh, yeah, yep. I try to forget. The 1996 Patriots started 1-2, and two, and they lost to Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Hmm. 1993 Dallas Cowboys started 1-2. and two. They ended up beating the Bills. That's good. The 1987 Broncos started 1-1-1, one, one, and one, Travis, on the year. Wow. And they ended up losing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the 1981 49ers started 1-2 and two on the year, ended up making the Super Bowl. So, Travis, the yep. odds of you making the Super Bowl starting 1-2 and two, yep. or worse are not good. No. So, as I look at the schedule and as I look at the teams that are sitting here right now, you can go ahead and mark off the Panthers, Bears, 
Vikings. 0 and 3. They are 0 and 3. Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but somebody's gonna get their first win possibly. Bears and Broncos. You say possibly. This week. Don't worry. It could end in a tie. Yes. There's always that. But is there a team, Travis, that right now is one and two or worse that you could see making a run to the Super Bowl? That's what I that's why I want to bring this up. Right. Um so there's an easy answer here. Yeah, the easy answer would be the Bengals. The Bengals. That's the easy answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want your easy answer. Turn it around. I want your your hard answer. Controversial pick. I mean, before before the season, they had a lot of promise, but Jacksonville. Yep, that's the one I was gonna say. Yeah, I could see see them making a run. If not the Bengals. I mean, the Chargers will eventually uh, screw it up like they always do. Yep. So they're still one and two. Yep. I mean, they tried to give it away last week. Yep. But still, somehow won. So, I, I think those are those are the teams. But, yeah, if you're a team right now, if you're a fan of a, of a football team that right now is one and two or worse, the odds are they are not making the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah. Now, if your team is 3-0 and right now, you have a very good chance of making the Super Bowl. And only three teams can say that. Yes. Dolphins, 49ers, Eagles. 2019, the last time uh, two three and teams, two teams started three and zero last made the Super Bowl. That was 2019 Chiefs and 49ers. Mm. And are both those teams? Let me look. Both those teams, Travis, are three and zero, aren't they? Nope, nope. Chiefs are two and one. Yeah, they lost so week yeah, one of the Lions. Mark, mark my words, Travis. We'll come back here in February and we'll see if the Super Bowl team started out zero and three or one and two and made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because we know the odds are high, Travis, of a team making the playoffs. Right. Starting 0-3 and 1-2. and and I mean, you look at the AFC South, someone's going to win that division. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Colts are going to be the ones who end up winning that division. Mm-hmm. Right. And same thing goes for the uh, – well, that's really the only one. I mean, I guess the, the West, you could say, but of a 1-2 and two team – but, nah, not really. I think that's the Chiefs pretty much on lock. So, yeah, and the Bengals, right. as we talked about. But mm-hmm. so there you go. That was the only thing I want to bring up for for NFL playoffs. Huh? Yeah, the Bengals have a little bit of work to do with the other three being two and one. Yeah. right now, and so. Oh, by the way, Michigan State has officially fired their football coach. I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. So, so there you go. You're fired. Send him packing. Yep. Oh, and in what has now become a daily segment that uh, I like to point out, Travis, Mm -hmm. we are still waiting for a NASCAR schedule. Yeah. (laughs) I think at this point, just just call me when we have one. No, we're going to keep doing it every day until... (laughs) One of these days, I'm going to get you. Um, there, so in the world of NASCAR, know. there is a little bit of a, a news today. Uh, Kyle Busch has announced that he has sold Kyle Busch Motorsports. So hmm. Kyle Busch, is, uh, as well as Rowdy Manufacturing, sold it to Spire Motorsports. So included in the sale are the assets of his Craftsman Truck Series team, the assets of Rowdy's Manufacturing Chassis Building Operation, and CNC Machine Shop. So there you go. Hmm. Kyle Busch had one of the best truck series most successful organizations um 
drivers who came through there included Eric Jones, Christopher Bell, who are pretty good. Yeah. So, so now we'll go to Spires. Hmm. So, there you go. There you go. There's that. Done and away. So Kyle Busch walking away um, from being a being a truck owner. He wants to just focus on driving, I guess. Just focus on the big. And as he says, show. he's like, you know, back in 2010 when I started this team, you know, I didn't have kids. I was married, but I didn't have kids. Now he's got kids. His kids are racing. He wants to see them and sure, you know, lots lots of things. So yeah, uh, the the organization holds the truck series record for most career wins. They have 100 wins, Travis. In 13 mm. years, that's pretty good. That is. And most wins in a single season. In 2014, they won 14 times. Mm. Also won seven owners' championships. I saw they were pretty, yeah. very successful. Pretty successful. Pretty this dominant. This is now the second truck series team that's been very successful that is shutting down at the end of the year, as a GMS uh, is shutting down as well. So um, the truck series is going to look a lot different next year with all these. Uh, um, team shutting down. So, right. But, yeah. Yep. Uh, they're going to keep everything together um, as far as, you know, the facility, the, the team, stuff like that. Um, the employees, no one's losing their job at this point, but. Um, That's good. Yeah, but that, that, that is good. So, Spire's um, just hoping to, to keep that together. And I'm looking to see if I can find. Uh, no, nothing out there yet, Travis, but the number appears to be somewhere in the ballpark of $25 million. Ooh, $25 million. what he got for his truck team. Which, considering it's been around for 13 years, that's not bad. Yeah, I'd uh, say so. I, I, that's a pretty good investment. I'd take that. Yep. So, I'd go. take that all day. That's uh, that's what we got. All righty. That's Madness what we news. got. I do not have anything else either, so... Let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, get on out of here and uh, call it. And uh, we will be uh, back uh, tomorrow for you. And we'll have more sports stuff to uh, talk about, more coaches uh, joining us. And uh, until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace out.
Suzuki the call. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, my goodness.